Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The Waco History Podcast is sponsored by Brotherwell Brewing on Historic Bridge Street in Waco. Welcome to the Waco History Podcast. We're going to air for you over the next few months a special series of Waco History Living Stories. Uh, these were segments that were originally aired on KWBU here in Waco. Uh, they were produced by the Institute for Oral History editor, Michelle Holland, and narrated by two fabulous narrators, uh, Louis Mazze and Kim Patterson. And so these highlight oral histories from the collection of the Institute for Oral History at Baylor University, which I direct, which has been around since 1970 and has over a thousand interviews related to Waco and McLennan County history. And we're happy to highlight those here. This Living Stories vignette touches on oral histories related to the Ku Klux Klan and particularly the Klan as it was active in the 1920s in Waco. Then the night came alive with gunfire. He knew that at last... This is Living Stories, featuring voices from the collections of the Baylor University Institute for Oral History. I'm Kim Patterson. In Tennessee in 1866, a year after the Civil War ended, six Confederate veterans formed an organization called the Ku Klux Klan for amusement. Shortly after, local Klan groups began popping up all over the South and quickly became synonymous with hate and terror. Klan activity began to taper off in the late 1800s, but shortly after World War I began, a new Klan emerged and flourished nationwide, boasting around 5 million members at its height in the early 1920s. Avery Downing, former superintendent of Waco ISD, recalls the prominence of the Klan in Northeast Texas in the early 1900s. The Ku Klux Klan problem was an extremely sensitive and explosive issue in my county, very much so. And my family was anti-Ku Klux Klan from the word go, absolutely. And you have to understand that that meant considerable criticism from many, many, many others in the community, because Ku Klux Klan had quite a following. Downing describes an encounter his uncle had with the Klan while in high school. My uncle and uh, one of his classmates were debaters, and they they loved to debate the uh, question of Ku Klux Klan. And one night in a small church north of Hallsville, a Ku Klux Klan assembly of some sort of a service or ceremony in this small church And my uncle and his friend went out there and uh, defrocked one of the leading uh, Ku Klux Klan members. And he was the pastor of the Methodist Church in North Marshall and uh, caused quite a furor. Waco native Helen Geltemeyer remembers the Ku Klux Klan in Waco in the late 1920s 
and a meeting she went to with her mother and sister. Well, they met quite a bit out on the Space Street. That was one of their biggest main, I mean, biggest meeting place. Uh -huh. And my family decided to go in that Model T car out there to find out what they were going to do. I, I, I'd say that's way out at like, uh, I guess, 28th or 30th in Spate, way out. Uh -huh. oh, that was a highway to go to Temple, uh -huh. Temple Highway. But here they were out all on this field, mm -hmm. and we got out to run down there to see what they were going to do, and they had already lit those sticks and marching and doing little things together, and Aileen and I were standing there and saw Mr. Russell. Mm -hmm. Which was the neighbor across the street. Amen, who ran mm -hmm. the store. Uh -huh. And we yelled, oh, hi, Mr. Russell. I, we saw his feet. We knew him by his feet. We couldn't tell otherwise. And Mama grabbed us and ran us to the car and went home because she said we were going to get her in trouble. Mm -hmm. So we didn't get to stay to see what was on. But they didn't have any murder or anything that I remember. Otherwise, that would have been vivid in my mind. The Great Depression severely hampered the Klan, but it was not the end, for desegregation and the Civil Rights Movement resulted in a third resurgence of the Klan. Today, membership in Klan chapters is estimated between 5 and 8,000, with a majority of members in the South. For more information about this program or the Institute for Oral History, visit us at baylor.edu slash livingstories. Thanks for listening to the Waco History Podcast. Like what you heard? Subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes so we can reach more listeners. You can find show notes and info on every episode at wacohistorypodcast.com and more info on Waco's past at wacohistory.org. Our theme music, used with permission, is Cross the Brazos at Waco, performed by the late Billy Walker. For more info on Billy's music, go to billywalker.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.